Blog Talk Radio.
all of the marvelous things he has done and is doing and is yet to unveil before us. Amen? The best is still yet to come, saints. So, if you have not looked at the world and your life and that that perspective, maybe you should. The best is yet to come. Now, if you're determined to go to hell, I don't know about that for you, but if you're determined not to, well, that's a little different, don't you think? I know that everyone that's listening has made up their mind, at least I pray that you have, that hell is not such a great place after all. There are some who are not yet convinced, but we're praying for them because some of them are our family members. Amen? So, so, we're believing God for all the whosoever wills. All the whosoever wills, those who decide to be willing and obedient to the Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray they get the point very soon. Because time is winding up, you know. Jesus is coming. Every time I tell him about something that's going on, he tells me, I'm coming. I'm coming. And he is. He is coming. And he's coming when we don't think so. Remember, he promised that he was going to come like a thief in the night. When we least suspect it, he's going to show up. So it is my continued prayer for all of the members of our church that we are actually ready whenever he comes. Whenever the Holy Spirit takes us out of the earth, we want to be going with him. Amen? We want to have lived our lives in such a manner that the Lord deems that we can go. So we're we're giving it our very best effort, you know. It isn't going to matter that you didn't give your very best effort if you don't make it, <laughs> you know. That's just not going to, it didn't quite go that way. Your very best effort has to be now, whatever that is. You have to give Jesus your all. You You can't dole out one quarter of a teaspoon of you at a time. It's just not going to work. He gave it all. And so must we. Amen? Amen. So, as we approach Holy Communion, and we think about the daily sacrifices that he made on our behalf, you know, Jesus had to put up with all this stuff. As you read the Gospels, you see how people treated him. And it was not good. Many times they tried to push him off the side of a hill or a mountain. They wanted to stone him. And unfortunately, that mindset is still in the earth. We'd rather kill him than let him be our Lord. And so that's exactly what they did. They did not have true justification for murdering Jesus Christ, but they did it anyway. And that's the way it is. Paula said, I can't find any fault in it. Think about that. Paula said, I find no fault in him. Nothing worthy of death. They treated Paul the same way. 
so what does that tell us? That we are partakers in Christ's suffering. They treated him that way. They're going to treat us that way. So we shouldn't be shocked. Instead, we should be prepared. There are many, 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 many forms of persecution. And whomever the enemy can use, whatever circumstances he can rustle up, he's going to try to use them. And so we have to be diligent, don't we? We have to be diligent. We must be diligent. It it beckons to each of us to come further, to do a little bit more, to give a little bit more, to go that extra mile. We must be diligent. We don't have a choice. We live in the end times, and we're getting real, real, real close to the end of the end of the end of the end times. The heat is on. And we have to stand the test. So we can't afford to slack off. We've got to give it all the more. Well, Pastor, I'm, I'm doing everything I, 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 I can do. And, and I can't find any more. Go back to your Savior. Lord, I need more of you. I need more of you expressed in me. This isn't quite enough. I need more. I need you to fill me up with yourself. And he's going to tell you what? The sermon today. (coughs) (coughs) Oh, that was better. I think I had to burp. Yep, that was what it was. I took a sip of water. I needed to burp. Thanks for letting me do that, church. Amen. That meant I had an air pocket down in there that needed to get out of the way. Yep, that's what that is. So, yeah, that sounds better. Yep, that's better. So, we have to go back to the Lord and say, Lord, I need more of you. And then he's going to give you the sermon that I'm preaching today. Amen? Okay. So we got that part straight. Now, there's this other thing. Jesus wants volunteers to do his will. Yes, all of us are called to do his will, but he wants us to volunteer. Volunteer? Mm-hmm. He's accepting volunteers. You know, we have a, arm, a military system that you can go into a recruitment office and agree to sign up. You volunteer to serve. Well, Jesus has one too. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, let me tell you now. There are wonderful rewards and benefits. But there is also hardship and suffering. You must count the cost. 
Jesus did. He made his choice, and he took it all the way to the death of the cross and on through to the resurrection. So each of us in our own lives, in the lives that we've been called to live, have to decide what we're going to do. You say, well, Pastor, this doesn't sound like a lot of fun. Honey, there ain't no fun till you walk with Jesus. All that stuff you called fun before was a waste of your time. This is where life really gets good. You know, the old people used to say, no cross, no crown. And that's really the truth. See, some people think they're going to go home on flowery beds of ease. But Jesus didn't go back that way. (laughs) Okay? I don't know what sign you were reading on that highway, but that can't be the road Jesus was on. There were no flowery beds of ease for him at all. He got booted out of the Hyatt and got sent to a stable. Okay? (laughs) So, that means the circumstances of your birth can't hold you back. That's right. I don't care how you got here. You got here. That's what matters. How you got here isn't the big deal. It's that you got here. Amen? Amen. So there's nothing stopping you from having all the Jesus you can have if you determine that's what you're going to do. (sighs) So with that in mind, let's enjoy and celebrate our Savior with some repentance and Holy Communion. Amen? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for being our God. We appreciate you coming after us because we didn't have sense enough to come after you. You interrupted the course, normal course of living to pick each of us to say, hey, I'm calling you. And somewhere along the line, after we failed a few times, we could finally hear what you were saying. We appreciate you allowing for the failures that brought us to you. We appreciate you just about hounding us down to get us to change our direction. We appreciate you placing all the difficulties around us that kept us from choosing another path that would have killed us prematurely. I want to personally thank you for that. We want to thank you for every pit hole and pothole and rough place that we had to experience so that we found out that we were not the great I am. We want to thank you, Lord, for the suffering. We want to thank you for the difficulty. We want to thank you for every lesson we had to learn even before we came to receive Jesus Christ. Thank you. Without them, we wouldn't be who we are today. Thank you 
for every situation that you allowed to hit us just the right way. Everybody wants to thank you, oh, for the money that came, or for the house, or for the car, or for the whatever, whatever. But we want to thank you, Lord, for the path you allowed us to walk to find you. It didn't taste good necessarily. It didn't smell good. It didn't feel good, but it was right. It was tight sometimes, but it was right. And we want to thank you that it landed us right before your throne. We couldn't have predicted it if we had wanted to. We're not that wise. We don't know that much. But you allowed it to come that way. There were lessons we learned then that you will use in our lives to help others. But we didn't know that back then. We just thought we had it going on. But we were so wrong. So we want to thank you, Father. We want to thank you for the places of hardship and suffering and affliction and difficulty that led us to the foot of Calvary, to the foot of your cross, to finally receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We want to thank you. We want to thank you that no matter what we did back then, you washed it away in your blood. We want to thank you that you removed our sins from us as far as east is from west. We want to thank you that you called us to a glorious new beginning in Christ Jesus. We want to thank you for picking us up every time we land on our rocks. Thank you, Lord. It's a little little warm back there, but we got the point. Thank you, Lord. Looking back, we're glad that you brought us out. And so we have faith and confidence that you'll take us the rest of the way. We want to thank you for the opportunity to travel with you. You see, the men on the road to Emmaus had a traveler going with them, and it made that journey more special than any other journey they'd had. We want to thank you for all the journeys that have brought us deeper into your love, appreciating the love that you have poured out over the entire span of our lives. We want to thank you. We want to thank you for that grace that you do not withhold from us, even when we're full of rebellion and stubbornness and bitterness. You cause us to rise above our weak places. We want to thank you for that. And we have places to rise above that are yet to confront us, but we know that you're already there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for every step. Thank you for every toehold. Thank you for every place that you brought us to. You're making us to be like you. You're making us the head and not the tail. We want to thank you. Now, Father, we repent of all the times we've misunderstood you, all the times we were scared, 
all the times we were too proud to admit that we were scared. All of our sin, all of our iniquities, all of our foolishness, all of the times when we could realize we were acting like Aunt Millie and knew it was wrong and we did it anyway. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us that we can do better if we will. We don't have to act like our ancestors. We can do better. We can do better. We have a better understanding of you than many of them ever had. We have more of your word living within us than many of them were ever exposed to. So, Lord, help us to rise to the place that you've called us to, to be the people of God that you intended for us to be when you sent us into the earth. We pray for all of those that are struggling to be born. Someone's trying to cut them off before they actually come through the birth canal. We ask you, Father, to have mercy on them. In spite of people that are supposed to carry them in their wombs protesting them, we ask you to fill us with your truth and with your love and with your wisdom that we might display who you really are in the earth. We ask you to bless those who ought to be born in spite of their parentage, in spite of it all, Lord. We want to thank you for those that you are sending to join us. Many of them will become saints of the Most High God. We welcome them now into your kingdom. Amen, we do. We welcome them now, even before they are conceived, into the kingdom of God's dear Son. Thank you, Lord, for each one of them. Thank you for the call on their lives. Thank you for what you will do in them and how you will change the lives of many through them. Protect them, Lord, from the enemy who's out to kill them before they come. We stand in agreement with you that they ought to be born. We stand in agreement with you, Lord, that they ought to be born. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Now I'll give you a a minute or so to say to the Lord what you want to say. Begin. Amen. Praise the Lord. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? Amen. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, 
he broke it and said, take eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. covenant people. 
and we've decided to walk in love. Amen? Amen. So let's keep doing what we know is right, and we will be rewarded in the end. Amen. So, for as often as we eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. You know, I had somebody try to tell me that they don't uh, look at their recent sin life and allow the Lord to take them through an understanding and an analysis of it so that they can really get the sin out of their lives because they thought that was necromancy. Well, that's not what necromancy is. And uh, forgive whoever taught them that because they led them astray. The Bible says, but let a man examine himself. That's a continual, ongoing process. And if you sinned yesterday or last week, or for the last 20 years, you have to examine it. That's what the Lord says. He says, come let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, it doesn't have to stay that way. You can't reason with the Lord if you're not willing to look at the issue or issues. Amen? You actually have to not just look at what you did. There are many facets, including why you did it. Amen? What was your motivation? The truth of the subject. Not just what your opinion said. You see, there are a lot of people who don't want to allow the Lord to pull back the covers of their lives and analyze why they are the way they are. And so they have limited victory. You see, we have to allow the Lord to take us deep and deeper still. Why? Because we want it all gone. Some of us do. Some of us want the gloss over. You know, oh, Lord, I I, I repent of all my sin, and, and then that's it. No, that's the beginning. Repentance is a process, and sometimes it's very lengthy. Sometimes God has to take us into phases of it at a time as we are able to bear it. Amen? So he says, but let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup, for he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. So for you to just say, well, Lord, way back then I was a thief and I repented of that. And that's so, no, you still don't know why you acted that way. So you're just wanting to deal with um, the part that's sticking out for somebody else to see possibly. No, there's. It's a deeper root than that. It's some things up under that. It's some sins underneath that. 
thievery was supported by some more sin that is still in you, possibly. And so that surface, you know, I, I, I'm just going to deal with this, this, this little thing right on the surface. That won't do it. True repentance goes all the way to the bottom of the root and beyond. And so God is calling us out on our own hypocrisy, on our own security, insecurities, and more. Amen? Because that was the support system for the sins that we portrayed. See, the support system has to go too. And you're supposed to be an active participant in the process. Some people just want God to, like, wave his hand over them, and everything just flies out. But no, darling, that's not the way it really works. You know, there was a song in the church that says, lest I forget Gethsemane, lest I forget thine agony, lest I forget Thy love for me, lead me to Calvary. King of my life, I crown thee now. Thine shall the glory be. Lest I forget thy thorn-crowned brow, lead me to Calvary. See, there's some steps all along the way. Every time I went to Israel, they took us on this long road called the Via Dolorosa. This long road that led all the way to Calvary. It was a climb, as I recall. It was difficulty involved. It was struggle. You had to put forth some effort. Well, why would we think? We're going someplace on flowery beds of ease. No. We have to allow God to actually change us, and change is a process. You can't microwave that. Amen? Amen. So he said, Let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. You see, in some people's cases, It's the judgment that's there. And they've not yet discerned that the judgment has caught up with them. And it's due to something way back there that wasn't properly dealt with. Mm -hmm. That's right. So we teach you, come on, let's get down to the real nitty-gritty here. Let's not do this surface, you know, on the appearance kind of repentance. 
that doesn't have the long-lasting effects that you really do need. You don't need anything cropping up from way back then. So we deal with way back then, and we deal with the nasty here and now, too. Amen? There are people who are on their deathbed with serious illnesses that have something to do with something way back there that was not properly taken care of in the realm of the spirit or in the natural. Think about that. Any job worth doing is worth being done well. Let's get on with doing it well, shall we? Amen? Let's do that. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep or are dead. For if we would judge ourselves, there it is, again, if we would judge ourselves, you can't judge yourself if you don't at least look at what happened and allow the Holy Spirit to take you to the places where it's rooted in your life. We have a season of seeking the Lord every month. It's for the purpose of dealing with these kinds of issues. Yet many people don't choose to participate. Well, I can't answer for that. All I can do is when I stand before the Lord and give an account for that person, I'll have to tell the truth. Amen? For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord. God corrects, and it doesn't feel good. It's not warm fuzzy. I know there are certain people that have told me that are purporting to be Christians that they like to watch this particular minister on church on Sunday because they make him, he makes them feel warm fuzzy. And I'm looking at their lives going, what? They're in every kind of sin they can get into, but they want to have warm fuzzies. Excuse me, I prefer the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you. I want to get it right while I can. that we should not be condemned with the world. Thank you, Lord. I get a shot at straightening it out with you before I take my last breath. Let me take advantage of it. Amen? Amen. Let me be wise and not foolish and take full advantage of my opportunity. There's no reason for being in this ministry with this opportunity for you to show up before the throne of God, having left the earth with all this baggage still trying to hang on to you. This just doesn't make any sense. Amen? 
That's called playing church. You're going through the motions, but you're not accomplishing what God wants accomplished in your life, in your real life, you know, the part you hide from other people. Amen? Amen. It's time to be for real, saints. You get one shot at it. Let's make it worth it. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the armor which you have provided for us to wear for protection from all assaults. Help us to remember that we have put on our armor every day. Help us to never forget that our protective gear works. Gear. It works. Amen? Amen? It works. We will use every piece of your armor to resist the enemy whenever he attacks. We will prepare ourselves, work hard, and give service in the kingdom. In girding up our loins, we prepare for battle so that we will not be hindered in executing your command. Our legs will be free to run the way of your word. Father, we understand that girded loins are a sign of readiness for service to our King Jesus. We are wearing the shoes of the preparation of the gospel of peace, the kind of peace which God supplies. We realize that it takes daily discipline to be mentally and physically unencumbered by the cares of the world and to maintain a vibrant inner life that sends your light on our paths and on those around us. As we wear our helmet of salvation, our minds become more insulated against the suggestions, the desires, and the traps the enemy lays for us. Thank you, Father, for protection for our thought lives. We will be focused every day on eternity and the blossoming future that we share in your kingdom with all the saints of God. The shield of our faith in you, Father, keeps doubt and unbelief at bay. The faith of God within us pressed against the enemy. quenches all fiery darts of unbelief. We can stand firm in knowing in whom we have believed. We take up the sword of your spirit. We exalt the word of God. We will pray all humble requests led and prompted by your spirit. We will move forward in perseverance and pleadings of faith for all saints. Father, give us insight into the cunning craftiness of the enemy and prepare us to stand 
against him in your faith and your power. Thank you for showing us that there is indeed a warfare taking place. Help us to fully comprehend that we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, the rulers of darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. Through your power, Lord, we will be serious-minded and vigilant. We will know that our adversary, the devil, walks about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. With your grace, we will resist him, and he will flee from us according to your word. Your protection keeps us safe, Lord. We are very grateful that we do not need to engage in spiritual warfare in our flesh. The weapons which you have given us are not earthly nor worldly. Instead, their might comes directly from you, Father, even to the tearing down of every stronghold. It is your power, Lord, that enables us to cast down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the truth of whom you are. By your grace and power, we will bring every thought under arrest and make it obey you, Lord. Thank you for the power you are imparting to us, Father, and for the protection your armor gives to us. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So, Lord, we want to thank you for receiving our prayer and for celebrating Holy Communion with us because we don't celebrate alone. We celebrate with you. Now, today, Lord, you've given us a message that gets right to the point. You're getting right to the point. And that's important. That's very important. You have one one point in this entire message. One. And I pray that no one misses God's point. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The road of obedience. The road of obedience. The road of obedience. Notice it's not a highway. It's not an interstate. It's a road. There are all kinds of roads. There are paved roads, unpaved roads, graveled roads dusty roads, dark roads, curving roads. There are all kinds of roads. But we're talking about the roads of obedience. Obedience is often thought of as the act of conforming, changing to meet standards or requirements or expectations of a superior out of due regard for their authority. Well, now let's talk about that for just a moment. 
due regard for their authority. So when we step out of obedience, that means we disregard the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ to us, doesn't it? That's serious. You see, all these protections have to do with our relationship with him. All of this grace has to do with our relationship with him. It is the single most important relationship of our entire existence. And we must learn to give that relationship that level of respect. We must learn what it means to regard his authority. In the body of Christ, it is the proper and fitting response to God's acts, promises, and commands. Now, I'm aware that rebellion doesn't want to be told what to do, it doesn't want to be corrected, and it doesn't want commands. But we have to choose what we're going to do with our own rebellion. Am I correct? Pastor may exhort us, pastor may admonish us, pastor may correct us, but we finally make the choice for ourselves what we're going to do about it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. This response is changing and conforming with the character and nature of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? It is not purely mechanical. Instead, it arises out of love, gratitude, and honor for him. Deuteronomy, chapter 11, verse 1. Deuteronomy, chapter 11. Verse 1, Deuteronomy, chapter 11, verse 1. Therefore, thou shalt love the Lord thy God. First command. Therefore, thou shalt love the Lord thy God. Some of us are still working on on that part. I do believe all of us should be, but some of us are working on that part. Therefore, thou, that would mean you, shall love the Lord thy God and keep his charge and his statutes and his judgments and his commandments always. So now, what time is it we don't have to, since the scripture says always? There isn't any time that we can take a vacation from obeying God. I know some of us have this idea that we can obey God on Sundays, Wednesdays, and Fridays and take a vacation the rest of the time. But that just 
is not true. And the scriptures don't support that. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's visit Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 23. Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 23. Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 23. Jeremiah is in the Old Testament. Some people still are not familiar, so I'm going to help you out. There is Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, Isaiah, then Jeremiah. Amen? And Jeremiah was not a bullfrog. He was a prophet. Amen? Okay, so get get your Jeremiah straight, okay? We're we're not we're not on the croaking. Uh uh-uh, uh, we're not we're not there. Sip a little bit more coffee and get get your Jeremiah straight. Amen. Amen. We're on Jeremiah, the prophet of God, who went through a lot for the people of God. Jeremiah chapter seven verse twenty three. But this thing commanded I them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and ye shall be my people. And walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well unto you. Obey my voice. And I will be your God. That's serious. We should take it serious. And ye shall be my people. And walk ye in all, not a few, all the ways that I have commanded you. Why? That it may be well unto you. Amen? So God's serious about this, and we need to be serious too. On earth, Jesus walked in perfect obedience to the will of God. So it can be accomplished by human beings. You cannot say to your heavenly father, well, that was Jesus. I can't do that. That's just not so. It's just that you have not yielded to the process enough that brings you to that place. Amen? Amen. He walked the road of obedience, which would lead him to the cross and to the resurrection. To the cross and to the resurrection. You see, most people want a resurrection, but they don't want the death that comes before it. But it doesn't work that way. You can't get a resurrection without a death. And you can't change it to suit yourself. Amen? Amen. It wasn't easy. It wasn't. That's right. There are some people who think Christianity ought to be like a cakewalk. Well, it isn't. It's not easy, but it's worth it. 
It's not easy, but it's worth it. It's worth it. When you stand before the throne of God with all the other saints from all the ages and all the years and all the generations before and after us, you're not going to regret being a Christian at all. But until then, it's just not easy. Satan fought him every step of the way. What does that tell you? That he's going to fight you every step of the way. I even have to fight to get dressed to come to church. I've been getting dressed to come to church all my life. And now the battle is really on. (laughs) Just to get dressed, to get to church. Things that normally, I'm like, what is this new foolishness, Lord? So in the middle of the week, I'm charging the battery. Why? Because I'm not going to put up with the foolishness on Sunday morning. That's why. I'm not going to put up with the foolishness on Sunday morning. There's a plunger in the bathroom. Why? Because I'm not going to put up with the foolishness on Sunday morning. Amen? (laughs) And other things that I didn't have to do before to put other things in place. Why? Because I'm not going to put up with the foolishness on Sunday morning. You'll get it after a while. Nonetheless, he kept on walking the road of obedience. He kept doing it. It didn't matter what the Pharisees did, what the Sadducees did, what the people that just hated his guts. Do you know there are people that just hated his guts because of he was who he was? You know, I, I, I came across this um, as I was turning on the computer this morning, and I saw something about this man who, to the bottom of his heart, hates Donald Trump. And I'm like, dude, it's not worth all that. It's just not. All that hatred is going to boil up in you and destroy your life. And it's going to take you right into hell. It's just not worth it. Let it go before it destroys you. But some people never wise up to that. They hate their parents. They hate their former spouse. They hate their former employer. They hate somebody so bad. They're so blinded by their own hatred and bitterness that they can't see clear that it's killing them. Don't be one of those people, saints. Don't be that way. There's freedom in Jesus Christ. Obedience requires daily attention. We can say on Sunday, oh, yes, Lord, I'll obey you. Mm -hmm. While the music's playing and everything's perfect, that's what we say. But we must enjoin actions to support those words. 
Oh, yeah. We have to back those words with righteous action. When we fail to do so, we make ourselves liars. That's what happened. Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 23. Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 23. Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 23. Amen. That which is gone out of thy lips, thou shalt keep and perform. Mm-hmm. That which is gone out of thy lips, thou shalt keep and perform. Even a free will offering, according as thou hast bowed unto the Lord thy God, which thou hast promised with thy mouth. You know, you sing this song to Jesus, Lord, I'm available to you. And on and on the song goes. But when it gets down to the real nitty-gritty, that's not the way it works out. He said, that which is gone out of thy lips, thou shalt keep and perform. Even a free will offering, what you decide you're going to do, according as thou hast vowed unto the Lord thy God. You see, some people think they can stand in church or sit at home and sing all these worship songs as if they're just entertainment, but you are wrong. You are making promises to God. This is worship. It's serious. It's recorded in heaven. According as thou hast bowed unto the Lord thy God, which thou hast promised with thy mouth. You stand up and sing, fear, he is a liar. And then about 30 minutes later, you're right back in the fear. Come on. That's not going to work. It doesn't work like that. All right, let's go back uh, two verses. Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 21. Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 21. When thou shalt vow a vow unto the Lord thy God, Thou shalt not slack to pay it. For the Lord thy God will surely require it of thee, and it would be sin in thee. If you don't do what you promise to do, it's sin. If you don't keep your word to God, it's sin. Do we understand? Because of Jesus' obedience, even unto death, the road of obedience led Jesus back to a heaven in great victory over Satan and all 
his principality. Jesus had to go all the way. He couldn't go three quarters of the way and say, okay, this is about as far as I'm going to go. I'm getting off here. That doesn't work. It's all the way or nothing. That's what Jesus did. He went all the way until he could say, it is finished. Paul says, I've run my course. I'm ready to be offered up. You you don't t- determine when, when to call it quit. You have to have permission for that. Divine permission. Amen. Hebrews tells us that Satan and all the rulers of darkness are placed under his feet. Saints, take a good long look at this picture of Jesus' victory. Every power, every principality, Every ruler of darkness, every demon, every event and circumstance have been placed under his feet. How? He won this position of victory over them for us now. That's right. For us in the now. Through his obedience unto death. That's how it happens. Saints, this is the pathway of victory for us as well. We must use obedience to our God as a weapon of spiritual warfare. It is a weapon which brings certain and sure results. Jesus didn't just have Calvary. He took the keys from Satan. If you have forgotten, he set the captives free. He took his rightful position in heaven. He has a name that is above every name. There was a lot of victory that came out of his suffering. Can you afford to forfeit that much victory in your life? Think about it. Every time you don't want to obey God, think about how much victory you're going to forfeit if you don't. Amen. Since it worked for Jesus, it will work for us. He is our example. Jesus' victory of warfare by obedience to his Father's will made it possible for us to be seated with him in the same position of power at the right hand of the Father with Satan and the powers of darkness under our feet. The saints used to sing that song, Satan is under our feet. Why? Because they came to understand the victory that Jesus had won for them. But pastor, but pastor, but pastor, no but. 
Let's go to the scripture. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Your Savior speaking to you. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Jesus doesn't tell lies. Maybe you should increase your faith. Maybe you ought to give an inspection. You says, but let a man examine himself. Maybe you ought to go with the Holy Spirit and ask him to take you to all the places in your life where you don't really believe the scriptures the way you ought to. You say it, but you're not living it. Because you don't believe it the way you ought to. Amen. Satan has already been defeated, and he knows it. He knows it. Jesus stripped him of his power over us. But do you really believe this? That's where the rubber hits the road. Do you really believe this? Faith in the heat of the battle. What do you really believe? When the miracle hasn't come through yet, what do you really believe? When the bill is due and the money's still being held up, what do you really believe? Amen? We have been given power over him and all of his evil works. We have become conquerors with our Lord Jesus over sin, sickness, and death. But unless we relinquish our doubt, our fear, our apathy, our unbelief, our rebellion, our compromise, and our pride, and instead exercise the power and authority that belongs to us because Jesus gave it to us, Satan will do everything he can to defeat us. God has not planned any defeats for us, miracle. So, why do we speak our own doubt instead of God's truth? That's something we need to deal with before the throne of God, don't you think? Why do we speak our own doubt instead of God's truth? Amen? That's a good question. 
Yes, saints, we open the door of attack to the enemy by allowing our own words to let the devil in. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do receive the fruit of our lips. The Bible says so. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 20. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 20. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 20. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 20. A man's belly shall be satisfied with brisket. No, it doesn't say that. It does not say that. A man's belly shall be satisfied with rotisserie chicken. It doesn't say that either. A man's belly shall be satisfied with his favorite dessert. It doesn't say that either. It says the following. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. And with the increase of his lips, the more you yap it, shall he be filled. Mm-hmm. There's no brisket or ribs or chicken or steak or dessert in that scripture. I just wanted to make a notation of that. Amen. We have been seated with Christ at the right hand of the Father. There is no possibility or room made for defeat. You know how you make room for dessert? Well, you should not make room for defeat. <clears throat> Amen. No, we often let defeat in. Sometimes we do it through our own opinion, our faulty opinion. We look at a situation, we analyze it according to what we think or what we don't think, and then we come to a conclusion and hold on to it. And it's just as arid as it can be. Amen. However, we can change that, can't we, Saint? That can change. We don't have to keep doing it that way. We've done it enough times to know that it's wrong and know that it leads to wrong conclusions. So we can change that, can't we? Good. I'm glad you agree. Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. You see, a foolish person keeps doing the wrong thing over and over and over again, getting the same results, and not attempting to analyze or make a change. But a wise person analyzes their actions, their beliefs, their thoughts, their words, to see if they line up with the word of God. 
Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable what? Service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The change has to start in you. This position of power and authority God has planned for us to walk in right now, not after we go to heaven, right now. Right now, we are joint heirs with Jesus, not after he returns to rule the earth. Right now. There are still saints today who are claiming to be seated with Christ in heavenly places who are not. They're still living the law. Why? Because it is not enough to name it and claim it. That won't cut it. It is not enough to simply parrot a phrase from someone else. You know that people who who search the web, and then they drop in on somebody's partial sermon and somebody else's partial sermon and somebody else's partial And whatever little hot phrase of the moment they got, they want to grab it and run with it until it doesn't produce the fruit that God brings. You know, after you've done that at least once, you should learn that that's not the way it works. Mm Mm-hmm. Amen? It is not enough to simply claim to be seated with Christ in this position of power and authority. No, we make ourselves liars if we do not back these words with righteous decisions and corresponding action. God has been dealing with the hypocrisy in his saints. Well, let's deal with it. Let's deal with it. One of the reasons why so many saints today are not in full expression, seated with Christ in this position, is because they have withheld a total commitment to obedience and submission to the will of God on an hourly basis. Yes, saints are still walking out their own pride and rebellion. Yes, even in MRC, following their own self-will instead of walking in obedience to God's word. Jesus Christ obtained this exalted position because of his obedience. Just as it was necessary for him to humble himself and carry his obedience to the extreme death on the cross. No, he could not take a shortcut. 
there was no shortcut. You must be willing to die to self. Oh, yes, saints, you must die to your own self. You know, you know who I'm talking about. You look at them in the mirror as often as you can. Oh, yes, saints, you must die to your own self. You're called to this death. Amen. The time has come. God has prepared MIC for this plan, this task, this hour. We are called to perform this. We've been doing all this seeking the face of God. We've been doing all this praying. We've been binding this and loosing the scriptures. We've been doing this. Yes, it's time to get down to the real nitty-gritty. It's time for the rubber to meet the road. It's time for the performance. It's time. Amen. We must not fail. In order for us to be used as God has desired, we must each die to self. And each person's dying to self doesn't look like somebody else's dying to self. This is unique and individualized. Mm-hmm. No exceptions. Each of us must be willing to be 100% obedient to God before before, before we can be exalted with him in this position of glory. It was Jesus' willingness to humble himself, to humble himself to the will of God regardless of the personal cost. This humility resulted in a full demonstration of God in him. Saints, Jesus' obedience was the key that released the power of God in his life. Only as you are willing to be conformed and changed to reflect his death, to walk the road of obedience, to die to self, will you be resurrected with him in power? No one can do this for you. No one. The Lord wants you to hear the words to this hymn. I posted it earlier in the chat room. And I hope that you'll listen to it until you allow it to speak God's truth to your heart. The cross, it standeth fast. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Defying every blast. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
The winds of hell have blown. The world its hate hath shown. Yet it is not overthrown. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is the old cross still. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Its triumph let us tell. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The grace of God here shown through Christ, the blessed Son, who did for sin atone. Hallelujah for the cross. T'was here the debt was paid. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Our sins on Jesus laid. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So round the cross we sing of Christ our offering, of Christ our living King. Hallelujah for the cross. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah for the cross. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It shall never suffer long. So sing. I pray that you will avail yourself to that song and let God talk to you. You see, self had to die at the cross. Remember, we keep going to this scripture. I've been crucified with Christ. It's got to be real. It's got to be real in every life. Amen? Amen. It has got to be real and fully realized in every life. You can't call yourself a soldier of the cross and run from the cross at the same time. It does not work. I warn you not to try it because it does not work. You cannot say, I am a soldier of the cross and run from the cross at the same time. No, we must embrace the cross as it is presented to us. We must choose to walk the road of obedience that the Lord has laid out for us. Amen? Whatever that may be, that's what we must do. Whatever it requires, that's what we must give. We need to understand that. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man. All of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, decisions, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit 
and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places in Jesus' name. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devil. Uh-huh. That bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, listeners, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, electronic technology, digital demons, and all of their attacks, Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirits in their attacks, all sorcery devils in their attacks, seducing and womanizing spirits, quorum spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer and their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent, force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, Demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. We thank you, Lord, for bringing us into spiritual warfare under the leadership of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bind the Havana Syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all targeted radio frequency, pulse weapons, and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices on the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G. Everything coming from what we term as outer space is a weapon against us from any planet, from any star, from any satellite, from any orbit. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We raise the shield of faith, and we return it to sender in the name of Jesus, coming through the global satellite positioning system and all the satellites that have been released into what we term as outer space. And from any galaxy and all other galaxies, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Coming through electronic and technology systems on the earth and through cell towers and through our electronic and cellular devices, we bind you all and send you back to your sender 
In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord, for protecting our minds. We want to thank you for protecting us from 5G. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every magic order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, indigenous groups, tribal groups, unheard of groups. Every cult, every coven. Every conference, every conclave, every cult of witches, warlocks, wizards, witch doctors, shamans, diviners, divinators, enemies against the Kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ, we bind you. We bind all the agendas, all the plans, all the strategies, all the schemes, all the plans, all the devices, all the wickedness, all the evil of every group of heathen formed against the Lord Jesus himself. Coming under the umbrella of the Illuminati and non-governmental organizations. We bind you. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness, and we send you into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits, which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. Thank you, Jesus. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop. 
defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, bewitch, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name, food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. We bind false flags. We return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projections and sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights. Returning to sender or witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellite against the website and app. Binding all abortions as magical rituals. Binding all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, Texas, vexes, and all such. Backfiring. Return to sender in Jesus' name. All tribal rituals. Backfiring. Return to sender in Jesus' name. All Chaldean witchcraft. Firing. Returning to sender in Jesus' name. All Spanish witchcraft. Backfiring, return to sender in Jesus' name. Breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. Binding superficial religious acts and every act of sexual sin. Binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, and folk magic spells. Binding the demons of energies, boomeranging their wicked works upon them. Binding all magical language, magic signs, magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchrony. Binding and caging Poseidon and all underwater demons. Stripping them of their crowns and powers. Binding all conjurations and summoning of demons. Binding Jewish black magic mysticism, magic writings, magic artifacts, golems. Binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practitioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, incantations, divining practices, magic spells, and potions. Binding all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending, the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Magdalene, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, La La Land, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, Telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic medication, meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness, and we send them to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all human, demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, 
food, fecal, and selling sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, Betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Pyosan, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72 in Jesus' name. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness, and we send you to the spiritual cave for Jesus to judge you. Amen. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, Vow or pact in the name of Jesus. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, Freemasonry, the rituals of every secret society, and the works of all the associated organizations in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. And misleading others, we return and lose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head. According to the scriptures, we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads, as well as their own mind control. In the name of Jesus, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness. Undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and all over the world. Thank you, Lord. We pray for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, including the January 6th prisoners and all true Christians that are being persecuted and were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies and your right hand shall save us. We disconnect ourselves 
from every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us in Jesus' name. We command them to leave us now. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind every demon coming across computer lines, cell phone lines, websites, whatever it may be, in the name of Jesus. All scams we bind in Jesus' name. We cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus and our mode of transportation. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us, Father, with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your linking, warring angels. We thank you for your praising angels. And we thank you, Lord, for your very presence in our midst. Thank you, Lord. We bind all interference in our transport in the name of Jesus. And we thank you. We thank you for angels ahead of us to protect us. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus Christ. We take authority over demons of the day and night. Bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams or drag us off into a life of fantasy. We command them to stay away in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, and we ask for warring angels to protect us and our property whenever. We ask for the fiery wall of protection to be with us. We need you, Jesus, to be a fence all around us every day. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, Anything sent by the enemy camp, and we send it back. We tear down and destroy all ungodly silver cords and ley lines, ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and false prophecy people in Jesus' name. We break the power of all charms, love spells, vexes, hexes. Amen. Sorcery, magic, voodoo, brain frequency, meditation, mind control, potions, jinxes, death spirits, destruction, torment, pain, sickness, psychic powers and warfares, incense and candle burning, chanting, incantations, ungodly blessings, Crystals, hoodoo, root works, tribal rituals, and sin. Anything sent against us, we send back from to the enemy all the spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, heaviness, and fear, blindness, and spirits of bondage in Jesus' name. We ask you, Lord, for your continued protection and covering and for your wisdom to be our daily meal. In Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, amen, Lord. We want to thank you. Now, saints, three times a week, I go before the Lord with you, at least three times, we'll put it that way, three times on the air, praying and binding demons and so forth and so on, on all of our behalf. Now, after all of that, make good on it. Don't walk into the enemy's trap. Don't walk into his trap. Some of them, you've seen them so many times, you can pick them out in your sleep. You cannot afford to have a passive mind. It's non-productive in the kingdom of God. You absolutely, positively must be alert. 
You see, the enemy is coming for you. He already has the heathen. He's coming for you. Amen? So now is not the time to say, okay, I heard that before, Pastor. No. This is the time to say, okay, come on. You know, Aqua Velva commercial? Slap. I needed that. Thank you. It's time. Because God's going to take us to another level of warfare. So I, I strongly suggest that you get ready for it. Because there is no such thing when he says now, and you go, uh-uh, but Lord, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh, I forgot to, and uh-uh, no, that will not work. He's not giving us these messages because he's bored. He expects us to use them to our benefit. Amen? Amen. As long as we remember that, we'll do fine. Rise for the benediction. Rise for the benediction. Rise for the benediction. Amen. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. And the church says, amen. Pastor loves you. Be blessed. Slow down a little bit and pay attention to Jesus when he's trying to get your attention. Recast the broadcast. Let him speak to your heart because Jesus is taking us someplace and we need to get ready to go. Amen? Amen. Amen. Pastor loves you. Talk to you on Wednesday.
Oh!